no way. We're back and better than ever. Welcome back to the Full Court Press podcast. The Fultz Court Press. The terrible name, and I'm glad they're dead. Still a better name than the Thunder. My name's Lufa. Come on, man. Just shoot me. How could there be more? I don't understand. Dear God. Joined today here by Bald. Fuck you guys. He's asked. This will come back to bite him in the ass. Sandy. I heard he had sex with a couple thousand thugs. I got a load And Duke Donkey Basket Objectively a great idea Finger wag I prefer not It's the only podcast made by fools for fools Or should I shoot myself No 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 Figuratively Everything will be fine Welcome back to Fool Court Press Podcast The only podcast made by fools for fools Joined today by Sandy. Sandy, say hi. Who the hell is Sandy? Say hi. Whoever you are. <laughs> and we'll start off this week like we start off every week with our topics de jour, our topics de day, our topics de jante, our topics de... J.R. Smith. Our topics de J.R. Smith. <laughs> New little taste of the French. Francais. Uh, so yeah, uh, topics to, uh, topics to Jante. Uh, we want to. What do you want to start off with? You want to talk about how uh, Giannis has sex while thinking about the Pacers, or Giannis uh, specifically the, Halliburton? <laughs> how Giannis thinks about it, the uh, thinks the equipment manager needs to step up, or how Ricky Rubio retires and LeBron got snippy, or maybe that there's trouble in Lakerland. There was a trade, the trade that wasn't Siakam to the Kings. Yeah. Taj Gibson uh, got cut. <laughs> Pop, uh, pop can't, pop can't share no bullshit, and Jokic don't miss. What do you want to talk about? There's one story here that's bigger than all of them. Taj Gibson, Tom Tipida. No, they're finally headed for divorce court. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. My heart is breaking. Taj Gibson got cut today. uh, Today being uh, December seventh of uh, 2014, uh, 2024. Sorry. (laughs) Hit a little bit of a time machine there. Back when Todd Gibson was a playable player. <laughs> Back when he was in his prime. <laughs> Todd Gibson's uh, contract would have gotten guaranteed tomorrow if he was still was on the con- uh, still on the on the Knicks, and they decided to cut him. I'll be basically honest. a week and a half from when they were basically playing him starters minutes. By the way, honestly, in 2014. <laughs> Never would I ever have thought Taj Gibson's game would have panned out in such a way where he'd still be playing in 2024, let alone in a position to be cut. I would just have assumed he's at home, feet kicked back on the couch, (laughs) reminiscent about the good old days. Yeah, he's got a he's got a uh, he's got a podcast where he just talks insane amounts of shit. No, I'm just like saying that's what he's doing. He's like with Gilbert Arenas, like and saying that uh, Jalen Green is the greatest player on the planet I, I i haven't looked at the rundown yet did you see the gilbert arenas was he posted a video of him just shooting spot up threes telling the lakers to to, to give him a 10 day no i didn't <laughs> I, I didn't see that i did see it oh, was gilbert very arenas. funny he only missed like, one shot but he, he's just 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 making them like i mean anyone can do that spotting up just i can't <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, any any like NBA level guy, yeah. like okay, Gil, are you gonna get out there and play defense? Are you gonna run wind sprints for yeah twenty five minutes? Like you. You about Come to on, get Gil. winded. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here, folks? What are we doing yeah, here? Like, but did you see the Gilbert Arenas, uh, the thing where he's like, if it, if the Knicks went to the, the Rockets today and said, you could have Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, we get Jalen Green, they would say no. <laughs> Agent Zero Clue. <laughs> Have we not seen what Jalen Green's doing? Like, wasn't he coming off the bench for part of the season? Like, Jesus Christ. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so Taj Gibson got cut. The fuck? Does <laughs> the world come to an end? Is Tom Thibodeau I okay? Like, I feel like the number of people who are shocked that he got cut somehow are less than the number of people who are like, oh shit, Taj Gibson was on a roster? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, what do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about uh, Giannis? No. Uh, LeBron <laughs> James. Yeah, LeBron James. Obviously, the Lakers have been running into a little bit of trouble. Uh, they are uh, – let me just pull up the stats real quick here, the standings. Uh, Lakers are not very good. They are currently in 11th place, 17-19. and 19. And they're uh, two and eight in their la- uh, last ten games, and on a four-game losing streak. They were winning a game, and then they lo- lost it in the last two minutes. And LeBron was speaking to the media, and he was clearly not very happy. And a Spanish reporter decided to ask him about what he thought about uh, Ricky Rubio <laughs> retiring. Uh, and, and LeBron really didn't have a lot of like he said I'm sorry Ricky uh, that I don't sound uh, jubilant and uh, you know like more effusive about your career I, I respect you as a person just a reporter asked me a really at a really bad time <laughs> oh yeah he, 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 he threw that reporter under multiple buses <laughs> he's like that's a really weird he, question he, to he, ask right now <laughs> he backed that ba- that bus up and put it back in drive like yeah, that, no, that just, man roadkill yeah no for sure like that reporter had to have feel, felt very small at that period of time as <laughs> lebron james went on to give ricky as as half-hearted a, a, a career send-off as anybody ever ricky Honestly, Rubio, of course Reporter, what are you thinking? Yeah, no. Come Ricky on, Rubio man. had a had an illustrious international career as a NBA professional. He never really kind of panned out to the potential, but he was always really good as like a veteran leader. Uh, retired, doing really well in Cleveland a few years yeah. ago, and then he got hurt. Yeah, you. And he looked like he had finally sort of found his 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 good spot because he he was starting for the Cavs, I believe, or he was. Off well, the bench one. Yeah, it was before the it was before the Mitchell trade, but yeah, like he was. Uh, it was him and uh, him, Sexton and Garland were uh, were an interesting trio that they had back there, and it was promising enough for them to feel like they could reinvest in him when he when he came uh, available again because they actually traded him. Um, for a uh, for a moment there as well, and uh, yeah, he ended up retiring due to mental health issues. So obviously, uh, uh you know, Ricky, hopefully you find some happiness. He wrote a really in-depth article on uh, the Players' Tribune that's very interesting, and uh, I recommend you go read it. Uh, I won't I link won't. it or anything like that because like, they, don't need, they don't need my help. No offense. 
<laughs> All taken. I'm, I'm tremendously you, offended. He he picked a really awkward time to say that he was going to link that article. I'm not going <laughs> to. <I'm not, laughs> <laughs> if it sounds like Ricky, I'm not giving you the praise. It's because the reporter decided to to pitch an article to it's me because this podcaster said he was going to link me at a really weird time. <laughs> No, I'm just not feeling it right now, man. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. Sorry, Rick. It's not you. Thoughts <laughs> and prayers, man. So what's the issues in Lakerland? LeBron's playing all the games. They suck. Anthony Davis is playing all the games. Anthony Davis and LeBron are playing like top 10 players in the league. They're you know? old and they're tired and they're washed. No, I mean, LeBron and AD are playing some of the best basketball they've ever played as Lakers. <laughs> what about the other guys? Well... Uh, a lot of uh, consternation over the fact that uh, Austin Reeves is still play, uh, coming off the bench. Um, you know, uh, uh, sorry, D'Angelo Russell is causing a lot of uh, a, a lot of angst amongst the Laker fan base with his with his penchant for brick building. Um, but you know, yeah, they suck. Sorry, I keep muting. These coughs are kind of kicking my ass right now. No worries. But yeah, no, they suck, and it's surprising because I think both of us thought that they had a pretty good offseason. And uh, coming off of a run to the Western Conference Finals, you know, you thought that this kind of shit during the regular season was over for them. But it seems like no matter what happens, uh, the Lakers are always uh, always there to disappoint. I have a theory. Yeah. What if they're tanking so that they can draft Bronny James? I don't think they need to. I mean, come on now. Come on. You know they want to keep LeBron. Yeah, but like Bronny James, I don't think is going to need to be tanked for, is what I'm saying. No, nah, just, just you, you, you know, anyone and everybody who has a draft pick is going to try and get him. Why? Because they want LeBron James. Also, I think they have a, a draft swap with uh, with the Pelicans. So if they finish lower than Whoa. the Pelican, uh, Pelicans, they draft at the Pelican spot, anyways. What I'm trying to say here is. Bronny James is going number one overall. You think so, huh? Oh, yeah. Because you you're not really drafting Bronny, you're drafting LeBron. You're not a star fan? You're not a star head? Oh, I think he's great, but LeBron James is the GOAT, bro. Yeah, uh, you you know, you don't like the Topic? Topic's Nic- DeJounte? N- Nicola Topic? <laughs> Topic's DeJounte. <laughs> Topics de Jante, I just got that. <laughs> the Topics du jour. Uh, so how uh, about that? Uh, how about that? Uh, how about uh, Pop having no bullshit? No time for bullshit. I feel like that man ain't had time for bullshit for north of a decade now. I feel like that man needs to retire. He just doesn't seem happy. You know, like. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, he's not taking it seriously anymore. Like, you know, obviously he's a legend and and such, and he's like the second highest paid GM and or uh, coach in the in league history or something like that. But I think he just needs to take a step away, to be completely honest with you, because he just doesn't it doesn't seem to have his heart in it anymore. For reference for the audience, uh, when asked about how. Cleveland, if they're going to be attacking passing lanes because Cleveland is the second highest assist team in the league, he said, we probably won't. <laughs> probably not. Probably, we're probably not going to do that. <laughs> like, 
At least he's honest. <laughs> if I was, was going to tell you guys a story, it would probably be a story about how we don't attack passing lanes. And they are shit. <laughs> and then said, if you could give them a three-minute bullshit answer if they'd like, but no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> oh, we're not interested in that. Why would we do that? That makes no sense. In fairness, there's a lot of t- uh, coaches that don't coach defense to attack passing lanes and encourage turnovers. They prefer more positional soundness. There's a little bit of risk taking with jumping into passing lanes, and that might have been what it sounded there, what he was trying to get across. But it sounded more like we don't play defense here. I don't understand why you're asking that question. That's right. <laughs> they don't play defense there. In all fairness, it's true. They don't, There's only they one don't. guy on the team who does, and as a result, you know, Jokic don't miss. <laughs> well, he's missed 13 shots in his last five games, according to Duke. Well, I, I think actually that that could be updated. Let me just uh, go ahead and take uh, take a gander. Last time I checked, it was he missed five shots in four games, include uh, that included a game where he beat the uh, the the Golden State Warriors on a last minute uh, last second buzzer beater three pointer from half court mm-hmm. that left Steph Curry just staring in the middle of, uh, in, in, into the middle of the audience with just like a soul leaving his body. Mindlessly, chew- mindlessly chewing on his mouthpiece. <laughs> it wasn't so much incredulity as more like, the fuck's happening in my life? <laughs> it used to be me that would make that shot. What's going on here? He's like, this This isn't normal. This is the Nuggets. Who? Like, when did they start doing this? Oh, Nikola Jokic. Let's see, last five games. So he missed one shot against Detroit. And he missed four shots against Orlando. So th- those are his last two games. Prior to that, yeah, it was he missed four shots in three games. And, yeah, four shots in five games, actually, uh, prior to that p- period of time. He's he's now since missed, uh, you know, he's now since missed seven shots in two games. So he's, uh, you know, he's wash, wash king. It's time for you to call it a career, go home, and be a horseman. Yeah, I saw him in a commercial today. What was the uh hotels.com? Mm. He made it's, some bu- it's mumbling. an NBA player that you spend a lot of time in hotels. Yeah, he made some mumbling comment about getting back to Serbia and uh, in Peyton Watson, who is uh the sixth man in uh in in Denver, asked that that was an invite and Jokic didn't say anything. Well, he's that... already got Aaron Gordon bunk in there, <laughs> he's so like... he's he probably just doesn't want any more uh, any more people just hopping in. Get, hey man. I don't need an army of couch surfers in my life, guys. Get the fuck away. <laughs> and, and honestly, Peyton Watson, like, I mean, you're, you're rich. You can see any place in the world. Why go to Serbia? <laughs> Aaron Gordon won't shut up about how great it is. <laughs> you got to taste Mama Jokic's cooking, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he calls her mom. That's how close they are. They had a very good off season. Speaking of people who are awkwardly close, um, prior uh, earlier this week, uh, the uh, the the Milwaukee Bucks had lost their fourth game to the Indiana Pacers this season. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, the Milwaukee Bucks had lost ten games in the entire season. Four of them were to the Pacers, meaning forty percent of their losses came from one team. That's a sweep, when, isn't it? No, actually, because they played five times because of the in-season tournament. So they yeah, actually that, that they got fucks one my win. brain. So. 
And, and that was the one where Giannis wanted the, the, the game ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Giannis, if you want the game ball, how about you not lose eighty <laughs> percent of your games against a team? When asked, uh, when asked, does it weigh on his mind? He says, "Yeah, I wake up and I think about it. I go to bed and I think about it. When I'm about to consummate with my wife, I think about it." Um, which I think stands in direct correlation to uh, uh, to uh, Rick Carlisle complaining last week that his team's lack of defense is like is like dating a girl who a pretty girl who won't guard, and how boring mm. that is. I, I got a more important question, at least in my <laughs> brain here. Did he use the word consummate? Uh, I can't remember what it was uh, the, the exact word. To be completely honest with you, I can run down the quote here. One second. <laughs> My money is on sleep with or. What about the fuck? Oh god, I'm stupid. Uh, I don't see it here. Actually, I mustn't have uh, mustn't have uh, copied and pasted the quote. I apologize. So I don't. It, basically, when he's about to sleep, sleep with his wife, he's thinking about Bruce Brown. <laughs> Bruce Brown. Don't you? No. That's what gates my engine run. I run it. No. I like seeing that guy on the fast break. What can I say? He he's really leggy. Uh, <laughs> in other Giannis news, uh, Giannis uh, had a really great game. Scored forty points, and the Milwaukee Bucks lost again. And they've uh, they've been making a bit of a trend of uh, of this. Uh, when asked what does he think needs to uh, what needs to change, he's like everyone's got to be better. Everybody. It starts with the equipment manager. He has to wash the clothes better. To which people have said it's weird that he called out Theonis that way. <laughs> it's weird that he called out Giannis that way. The- Theonis, his brother. <laughs> his bro- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny as shit. <laughs> well, that's the only reason he's on the team, isn't it? Right. <laughs> oh, you thought we were letting him ride the bench just because? Now you got to earn your keep, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. certainly not earning it on the floor. Two million dollars a year to wash jock straps. That's what his job is. <laughs> do you, do you think? Uh, do you think when he goes to bed at night, he thinks about Halliburton? Uh, who I uh, who Theonis when he's about to when he's about to sleep with Giannis' wife I think that he thinks about Halliburton. He sleeps with Giannis. <laughs> this is a very messy segment. <laughs> she actually demands that people people say Bruce Brown's name during. <laughs> Lord. Do you remember when? I, I, and nobody could hear me. I heard somebody say something about Charles Manson. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what the hell is I read it like I said to the, uh, like I said to the boys. Um, <laughs> I, I read a tweet today, and I assume it was true because all tweets are true. All true tweets that I read are facts. I read a tweet today from an unverified account. Uh, that said Angela Lansbury had a, had a teenage daughter when she was living in Hollywood she had a teenage daughter who was uh, who was like um, 
being lured in by an older man and he had encouraged her to steal food and money from her parents for him and such and as a result they just picked up and moved to the UK because I guess that's what you do when you're Angela Lansbury and, and they found out later it was it was Charles Manson yeah. I'm trying not to fucking laugh and blow you know? the story <laughs> The story checks out. There's a lot of links. I know, yeah, I just googled it, and like, there's a variety link and everything. Like, there's <laughs> this might well, actually be true. How do you? What you think the Twitter just makes shit up? It was on the twi- It was on Twitter.com, guys. No one no, lies on Twitter. That's facts. You're listening to the Fool Court Press podcast. I. Welcome back to the Full Court Press Podcast, the only podcast made by Fools for Fools. Now it's time for a new segment uh, where we remember the messes of our past. Uh, so, the mess of the uh, the mess from the annals of history that I decided to dig up. J.R. Smith threw a bowl of soup at his uh, at his assistant coach. Do you remember this? I do remember this? I feel like it's impossible to forget something like that. <laughs> well. I uh, I wrote a little bit about this on the uh, on the uh, on the podcasts uh, uh, on the podcasts uh, blog, uh, and it goes it breaks it uh, breaks it down here for you. So, uh, let's see here. So the uh, the coach in question was Damon Jones. He was a ten year pro who was a true journeyman. Played for ten different teams, and only played on t- uh, on two for more than one season. Cleveland. Uh, uh, he retired in Cleveland after playing for th- uh, there for three years. After retiring in two thousand nine, the greatest shooter in the world, per Basketball Reference, did not appear in the league again until he got to be a shooting coach with the Cavs in 2014, just in time to win a championship with LeBron James. Mm. All right. So Mm -hmm. the reason why we mentioned him is that two years later, sorry, four years later, he, uh, he was with the, he was with the LeBronless, or he was with the last season of LeBron right before he broke his hand. Um, and there was a little bit of an issue. Uh, J.R. Smith missed a game for the Philadelphia 76ers uh, when uh, the uh, when Embiid eventually became the Rookie of the Year uh, with uh, Ben Simmons. Uh, the reason that J.R. was absent was due to an incident that occurred on the previous day uh, that had captured the nation. J.R. Smith was in the midst of a bit of a scoring drought, and his patience was a little thin. Per J.R. Smith, his assistant coach, Damon Jones, liked playing around with with the players, but J.R. was not into it at this time. So when Damon came into the lunchroom and tried to get uh, get uh, J.R. to spill his soup, identified later by the Athletics, Jason Lloyd as chicken tor- uh, tortellini, or, yeah, sorry, j- chicken tortilla soup, uh, Jr. threw the soup at Damon with malice of forethought. It took me a second, uh, a second too. It wasn't a, re- a, a revengeful throw. It was like, okay, you're playing with me. I know you're playing with me. I'm gonna show you. 
per J.R. Smith on Old Man and the Three. He was calm, cool, and collected, and decided, unlike the bubbling, uh, bubbling uh, chicken tortilla soup, which was the first bowl out of the pot, so it was hot as hell, da- uh, uh, which is what Damon Jones said to J- uh, Jalen and Jacoby on March 19th of 2019. Once the d- uh, deed was committed, J.R. Smith remembers one thing vividly. He's over there screaming because that shit is hot, and then he shouts at him about not playing with him. Despite the screaming, JR is convinced that he got suspended only because the news got out. He said that the next day, Damon Jones apologized uh, to him, but per Damon, he said they did not speak for at least three months after the incident. However, despite all of these things, a few questions still remain. First of all, JR Smith, did you uh, did you put saltines in your soup? I would add uh, that putting a little saltines in your soup that adds a little bit of stickiness, similar to like Are you napalm. Accusing him of being salty? It, well, I mean, it's clearly a bit, bit salty. I'm not sure about the soup, though. Mm-hmm. Another question left unanswered. Did J.R. Smith throw a whole bowl of soup or simply the uh, empty the bowl of soup at the time? Are you Obviously, accusing him of having a bowl that had a hole in it? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, did he throw an actual bowl at the <laughs> Damon Jones? Because <laughs> along with the burn, a concussion might have been a little bit uh, savage, particularly if all he was doing was playing around with him. And finally, is did, uh, did J.R. Smith go and get another bowl of soup afterwards? What do you think of that one would have got thrown on? Sorry? What do you think that one would have gotten thrown on? <laughs> I don't... Th- I mean, he was obviously a big fan of the soup. So, uh, do you think he went and got uh, got a, an extra bowl afterwards? Is is it a matter of him being a fan of the soup, or a matter of him needing to reload? I, I feel like nothing would have been more like, you know, cool guys don't look <laughs> at explosions than, than J.R. Smith throwing a boiling hot bowl of soup at the at his assistant's coach his assistant's coach crumbling the ground screaming because as the, as he said that shit was hot as hell and jr smith turning around pouring himself a second bowl of soup sitting down and eating it while all the like oh, the medics come to help the guy out and shit <laughs> what's 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 all the fuss going on over here what's all the hubbub bub <laughs> <laughs> you know shit <laughs> Shit happens. Do you soup happens. <laughs> yeah, soup happens. Do you remember where you were when you found out J.R. Smith threw a bowl of soup at, a, at an assistant coach? I was listening to the Dan Levitard show <laughs> in the vault at work, and it was it was many years ago. Um, but I, I I remember I had to stop and put my stuff down. It was had tears in my eyes from laughing. It was that funny. It's such an absurd thing to do, and then like it was also fully believable because it. it, I mean, it's absolutely true. It was one of the days that I was most happy that I worked alone in a room where no one could see me because (laughs) uh, I was a sight to behold. I was laughing really hard. It was funny. (laughs) It it was very funny. It's such a a J.R. Smith thing to do. And at the same time, it was like, it's such an unnecessarily violent thing to happen, but it's just like, you believe it. You believe it as like, you believed it as soon as you heard it. There was nothing that was more less surprising than J.R. Smith throwing a bowl of soup at somebody. The only if thing that was surprising was that it hit. If he did it today, he'd yell four. <laughs> That's true. He's a golfer now. He's a golfer. That's you know, it's good. I mean, uh, do you think he's put a shirt on since he won that championship? 
I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's been kind of cold in the south recently. So King uh, King Prince Fool, or I guess King Duke Fool. Who you got? Halliburton, SGA, or Morant? Well, it can't be Duke because Duke left the show. Um, <laughs> King Prince or Fool? I'm gonna King. I'm gonna King Halliburton. I'm gonna Prince SGA. I'm gonna Fool Morant. <laughs> You're kinging Halliburton over SDA? Kinging Halliburton. I will tell you why. Okay. This is Halliburton's third year. Yeah. How, this is SJ's, what, sixth or seventh? Yeah. Uh, I think I, let me, like, I think his sixth and seventh sounds a bit high. I think it's his fifth, but let me just look it up. Shea Gorgeous Alexander. So it's his sixth season. I had a feeling it was because I know Kawhi's been in LA for a long while now. Yeah, it's been a few seasons, and uh, and he was and that was uh, Shea's rookie season was in, it was uh, his rookie year. Yeah, yeah, he's been in OKC for five years. So, yeah. I I think in two years, uh, well, really, SJ kind of blew up in his fourth year, and he really blew up last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just imagine what what Tyrese is going to look like in two years. I think I think with uh, with Tyrese Halliburton. So first off, it's his fourth season. I thought um, it was his so, third. Okay, well I stand corrected. So it, it, like it's his fourth season. I think similar to Tyrese Halliburton, SGA was obviously he had a hard time getting into the rotation a little bit in the early portion of his career. Uh, Halliburton had to wait really for Fox to get injured before he actually kind of like started uh, showing what he could truly do out on the floor. Whereas uh, you know, Shea was obviously behind uh, Chris Paul for much of his uh, much of the start of his career, right? So, yeah. Um, once uh, once Chris Paul left, SGA kept on doing really well, but they then they kept on benching him partway through the season so that they could lose more games because they couldn't win, lose enough games with SGA on the floor. Um, now, in the tank, kid, go sit down. Exactly, you can't get Chet Holmgren <laughs> with SGA putting up thirty points a night. Now, nope. why why I have uh, have SGA higher than Halliburton? There's two specific reasons. So first one, you know Halliburton is very good. His uh, his steal rates one point. Or he's got one point two steals a game, seven blocks a game. SGA has got two point four steals a game, seven blocks a game. So he's twice as likely to get a steal as opposed to Halliburton. Uh, obviously, SGA's uh, point of attack defense has risen to a degree where he is a plus defender at any point in time on the floor, which is awesome. Uh, something that, you know, obviously Halliburton isn't very good at, hence why Rick Carlisle doesn't want to sleep with him anymore. Um, but Giannis does. Yeah, but Giannis does. I mean, Giannis has got more money, so it's okay. Yeah. You're going to be taking care of Halley. Um the, the second reason why, obviously, SGA uh, should be ranked higher than Halliburton is that he's Canadian and from Hamilton. So um, for that reason... Shay's uh, Shay's King, uh, Prince Halley, and Fool Durant. Or uh, not Durant, Morant. All right, so I think you're the fool now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and uh, yeah, let's let's keep it going here. Uh, Can you win by selling stars for draft picks? Uh, recently on the internet, NBA uh, University asked for the most controversial take that you have, and I said that uh, my most controversial take is that selling star players for draft picks is not uh, not a way to build a championship team. Thinking back to all the champions that you can think to, 
Can you name one that built their team from a foundation that started with them selling their top players for draft picks? Mm. Kind of tough to say. I feel like you would assume the Nuggets maybe because they got a lot of draft picks from the Knicks, but at the same time, that was a long time ago, the Carmelo trade. So I, w- I would assume yeah, probably not. Yeah, none of the none of those uh, none of those like players really came uh, originated from those draft picks either, right? Yeah. Um, and the Nuggets made the playoffs immediately after trading Carmelo. You got a point there. I forgot <laughs> they had the Iguodala season. They had the snake yeah. in the grass season. Yeah. So then obviously the Warriors. The Warriors were picking in the middle of the lottery. They that's how they got all their players. They didn't trade anybody. They had no stars really to trade at any point in time. Phoenix. Phoenix didn't. I mean, they never won the championship. So they also. Oh well, yeah, sorry. That's uh, that's right. I don't know why that's why they're written here. Weird. I'm looking at uh, the Wikipedia for NBA champions. Thanks for and, reminding me. And they have Phoenix there instead of. Uh, oh no, never mind. They they highlighted it differently. So Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee. I hate Mil- you. Milwaukee didn't uh, trade any uh, trade any star players for draft picks, so that's fine. The Lakers, they'll never. They traded all their draft picks. Uh, the Raptors, Raptors didn't really have like I mean, outside of uh, Bargnani, who turned into Pirtle, but Andrea right. Bargnani wasn't like a core player that they were building around. He was out of the league a season after they traded him. Uh, Golden State Warriors, Golden State Warriors, Cleveland Cavaliers. Once again, they had to create a rule to prevent them from trading their draft picks. It's the only reason why they ever got LeBron James. Uh. Golden State Warriors, San Antonio Spurs. Now, San Antonio Spurs is an interesting one. They tanked to get Tim Duncan, right? And they built a dynasty off of that tank. But they didn't trade David Robinson for draft picks. He was just injured, and they didn't bother to do anything about it. They just let themselves lose that season. So once again, trading your players for draft picks doesn't work. Then you have your Miami Heat. They didn't draft anybody. They signed them all. Dallas Mavericks. I don't think they traded anybody for Dirk, right? Um, Realistically. I mean, it took so long for them to win the title with Dirk that I don't think it would really matter. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have the Lakers, which uh, were Kobe and Gasol. They drafted Kobe, but they traded... They traded uh, Vladi Divac for him, so I don't know if that matters. I wouldn't say that's a star player. Boston Celtics, uh, they traded all their players to get the Boston Celtics championship. San Antonio Spurs, Miami Heat, San Antonio Spurs, Detroit Pistons. Uh, I I don't remember <laughs> that far enough back. Anyways, they traded say, for... Um, damn... Wallace, right? Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, Rasheed. They traded for Rasheed. Yeah, but they didn't draft. Like, well, that yeah, wasn't so a draft again, pick, though. Once again, trading your uh, trading your star players for draft picks is not the way you build a winning roster. Building around your star players is how you uh, build a winning roster. Uh, obviously, with uh, the Raptors' recent trade, a lot of people did cite the fact that they didn't trade. Uh, they could have gotten four draft picks last uh, offseason for or last uh, last trade deadline for. Um, 
for OG and Anobi. Instead, they got two rotation players and a second round pick, two young rotation players and a second round pick. And people think that that's a loss of value. They got assured, uh, assured assets opposed to lottery tickets, and the lottery tickets don't pan out. They don't really realistically pan out in a, in a consistent enough fashion uh, that you can logically build your team around it. Even with four, uh, four first-round draft picks, you look at the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics railroaded the, uh, the, the New Jersey Nets uh, for all intents and purposes. And while the New Jersey Nets have not been able to build a contender around it, Boston Celtics haven't won any championships with all those draft picks. You know, they have a team that everyone thinks is going to win the championship, but they haven't to this time. Uh, to this point in time, Try. we saw the we saw the obviously the famous uh, case being the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, looking at the team, they're very good right now. But do you have any faith that they're going to get past the second round? Right. I mean, I could see it. I can't. So long as they have Embiid, I don't see it being a possibility. And if you look at their first overall picks, they had three first overall picks: Ben Simmons, Nick Folks, and uh, and Joel Embiid. Like, I mean, even the ones that are supposed to be surefire first, uh, uh, surefire all stars, don't turn out to be surefire all stars. So it's just you, you can't you can't build a functional team around dra- uh, about relying solely on the draft. You have to you have to establish and develop talent elsewhere, and that's just kind of my thesis on this. Okay. Do you agree with me? I mean, I don't agree. I don't disagree. I feel like it's possible. Maybe they just haven't had the situation come along where it's been perfect. Surely, at some point, it's happened, but maybe just not recently. I think maybe we'll just cut. not in our lifetime. Oklahoma City Thunder might be an example of it happening, but at the end of the day, the draft picks that they got, uh, the draft picks that they used uh, to get Jalen Williams and Chet were their own, and selling their uh, uh, and uh, uh, honestly, the best asset that they got back for Paul George turns out to have been SGA, which is a player, not a draft pick. Okay. So once again. I, I don't see I don't see the evidence that selling for draft picks is something that makes sense. Draft picks are prayers. Well, I have thoughts and prayers. And I believe in players. Them. I don't believe in prayers. Whoa! Misplays the week. Did you see the Jalen Duran uh, poster of uh, of Walker Kessler? I did not. Why? Because I don't watch Detroit Pistons games. Jalen Duran dunked over Walker Kessler. And Walker Kessler then gave Jalen Duran a neck ride down the court. A neck ride? Yeah, yeah. Jalen Duran wrapped his legs around Walker Kessler's neck, and walk and uh, Walker Kessler walked him down until he fell until they both fell over at around uh, around the the three point line. <laughs> it's a beautiful dunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the chat if you want to go see it. Do you it. think when Jokic sees that video on his timeline, he thinks about home? <laughs> he's like, we can do that. <laughs> he, he, he's like, I. He, he just thinks about horse riding. He's like, ah, oh, damn, I miss home. Yeah, you I think I when know Eric J- Gordon sees that he misses home. <laughs> Jalen Dur- uh, Duran is not a little boy, but if he's like it, six foot nine, six ten, right? 
he's like almost seven foot and he's a lot of muscle. But if, I thought if, he was if, an undersized center. Okay, never mind. If if Jokic uh, <laughs> if Jokic did that to Walker Kessler, there's no way he's walking away. <laughs> he would become a wheelchair Kessler. Uh, I put the link. <laughs> I put the link in the chat if you want to if you want to see it. Oh, is it is it a video? Yeah, it's a video. Just play that puppy. All right, let's see here. Do you see that? Do you want to see it again? Yeah, do it again. All right, let me make it big here for you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what that reminds me of? No. This is a bit of a callback. Paul Pierce made a shot to beat the Knicks in Madison Square Garden. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, Nate Robinson jumps on him and rode him for like three seconds and ends up fall- falling awkwardly to the ground. Like, I'm sure you remember this. I don't I don't remember that at all. But that I was do wanna, many, many years ago. I do want to show you the next misplay of the week. Uh, sure. So this one, this one is the uh, New York Knicks uh, playing against the Chicago uh, Chicago Bulls. Josh Hart leading the fast break. Mm-hmm. Ah, where's it going, Josh? It's commonly referred to now as the Statue of Liberty pass because he was clearly passing it to the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> oh, and somehow Taj Gibson got blamed for that, huh? <laughs> and they cut, cut Taj Gibson the next day. Like, that'll teach you a lesson, Taj. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll about do it for the Full Court Press Podcast, the only podcast made by Fools for Fools. You can reach us on our voicemail number 724-FU-FOOLS at 724-383-6657. Follow us on Twitter at F-Court Press. Send topic suggestions to FCP Rundown. <laughs> and also you can follow us on Instagram and threads at Full Court Press Podcast on TikTok at F-Court Press Pod. All right. Say bye, Sandy. Uh, Who the hell is Sandy? I'm Sandora. Thanks for listening, assholes. Fuck you all. Good night. (laughs) All right. Eat shit. Bye. Bye.